Chapter 33 The fine time was relatively uncrowded for a Saturday night. Word of the late morning and afternoon arrests had spread. As Ray and Margie entered the establishment, all discussions ceased. Half the patrons nodded or waved. Ramon raised his cocktail glass in salute. Then everyone went back to their own problems and celebrations. By the time he sat, a waitress was serving his scotch. Margie was asked her preference. She requested a vodka rocks. They settled comfortably into their chairs. Margie was served. They toasted each other, touched glasses, and took long sips. Ray set his glass on his white napkin and lit a Paul Mall. Margie pulled a cigarette from her pack, which Ray also lit. He pocketed his old Zippo and stared warmly at his companion. She took a deep hit and asked, So where's the girl without the E? Ray thought for a second, realized what she was talking about, and said, Carol Lombard. Margie smiled. Yeah, Carol Lombard. Is she working tonight? Ray's discomfort slowly disappeared. No, we were together last night. I told her I would probably be busy all night. Ray was leery of sending the wrong message. He decided he was being juvenile and finished his thought. She took the day off. Her and her mother and daughter went out of town. Margie noticed the contradiction. Ray staring at her with big, moony eyes and yet telling her he was with his girlfriend last night. He was a piece of work. No wonder his relationships didn't last. Margie continued. Do you guys have a serious thing going? Yes, we do. As serious as I'm capable of. I seem to surround myself with experienced, understanding women. Like Carol. And like you. Before Margie had a chance to respond, Regis Kahane walked in. Ramon pointed to Ray's table and Regis approached the two. Ray introduced Regis to Margie and he joined them. As he sat, the waitress served his blackjack. Kahane held his glass high. You guys saved her life. I can't thank you enough. She means more to me than any person I have ever met. He took a sip. Ray said, We got lucky. Actually, she saved herself. How's she doing? She took 16 stitches in her breast. Everything else was bumps and bruises. Nothing broken. She wanted to go home, but they're making her spend the night to be on the safe side. Grandisha continued. How's her family doing? They're petrified. Worse off than she is. But that's to be expected. They're all very close. Regis smiled and asked, Did she really knock the guy down? Yeah, she did. Like a pro wrestler. The guy folded like a broken squeeze box. He was literally paralyzed. She should teach a class on survival and hostage behavior. Kahane laughed, then said, That's my Gina. He took a hefty swig of his drink. Well, I don't mean to intrude. I know you've had a long day. I just wanted to say thanks. He drained his drink, shook hands, paid Ramon, and left. Margie watched him walk out. That was nice. Yeah, he's a good guy. 
We've known each other for a while. The waitress brought a second round. They drank in silence. Ray stared at Margie again. He felt like touching her hand, but resisted. You know, you're the one that broke everything today. Without you, it would be another brutal murder and they'd still be out there. Margie was about to sip her vodka rocks. She returned Ray's stare and said, What are you talking about? At the Sparns house. I wouldn't have gotten in the front door by myself. You talked us into their confidence. Without that, no coffee, no card, no evidence, no nothing. You're one hell of a detective. She blushed. Thank you. Can I ask a personal question? Just between you and me? Ray said, Sure, anything you want. Would you like to sleep with me tonight? Not a mercy fuck like before, just the two of us, enjoying each other one more night. Ray appeared to be in deep thought. After a few seconds, he answered, You know I'm involved with Carol. I'm not looking for greener pastures. She's good for me. I have no interest in a boyfriend. I just think we owe it to each other, after everything we've been through. A big grin formed on Grandisha's face. Will this be something that never happened? Margie chuckled. Probably. I seem to be into things that never happened. Ray drained his glass, then said, Right now, I'd love nothing more than to sleep with you. Your place or mine? Whose place is closer? Margie asked. Mine. Give me a few seconds. I have to talk to Ramon. Margie finished her drink and with a devious smile asked to thank him for the anonymous phone call this morning. Ray froze at the table, his bald head tilted and his mouth hinged open. Margie winked at him and said, Damn right I'm one hell of a detective. Ray thanked Ramon and they left together one last time. You're listening to Many Cones by Steve Listina.